You are now listening to Castle Black, the blackest Game of Thrones podcast in all of the realms. Castle Black is created by the For All Nerds team and is hosted by DJ Ben-Amin, Tatiana Keen-Jones, and Portia Patterson. Our show is edited and produced by DJ Ben-Amin. Castle Black by For All Nerds is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, website, and more are independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash for all nerds. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Castle Black, the blackest Game of Thrones podcast in all of the realms. And as always, it's your boy, DJ Ben Amin, aka Ben Hob the Means, Draco Yargarian, Uncle Benjamin's Rice and Peas, A Man Has No Shame, The Iron Price is Right, The Filleted Man, voice of the RBD, little Twitter fingers, here in Castle Black tonight. This is Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 5. King's Landing. King's Landing is the title, and we're going to get into that. But first, let me introduce my co-host, as always. Hey, everyone. It's Portia Patterson-Hurst, a.k.a. the Maester of Disguise, a.k.a. the Three-Eyed Ravenclaw, a.k.a. Lady Mary Jane of Highgarden. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And tonight, Tatiana King is out. You know, she's out, I don't know where she's, she's Summer out. Isles, vacationing yeah. in the she Summer Isles. She is as far away from this mess mm. and ashiness as possible, mm-hmm. and I respect that. Yes, keeping herself glistening, you know, washing her legs. Yes. That some people don't seem to do these <laughs> no, days. They don't. No, they don't. I that, that was a revelation to me. Um, yes, and that the silky tones you just heard <laughs> are our special guest for tonight. I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hi, I'm Chechi, a.k.a. Duke of Thickalicious Thigh Meats, a.k.a. River Run Me My Money. Yes. A.k.a. Battle of the Bellatrix. There we go, there we go. And let them know where, you know, what lands do you come from? So I am a regular panelist on The Grapevine. I also am the creator and co-host of Inside the Pink Podcast. And I am co-host of Run the Tape Podcast. Inside the Pink Podcast. Yes, it is. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Nice yeah. to delve into that. You yeah, know? yeah. I like to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's keep it real. We want everybody inside the pink. I mean, and, you know, who doesn't? Folks? I mean, especially if you're Cersei, because. Um, yeah. Mm. Right inside her pink, yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, not anymore, but <laughs> we'll get into that because, like we said, this is Teen's Landing, the penultimate episode of Game of Thrones. And yeah, um, there's a lot. There's a, there's a lot I could talk about. Uh, versus, we'll get into, and I'll probably get into it later about scenes versus story, which is something that we're really gonna have to talk about with this episode. But as always, we are here to recap the episode in full, talk about our feelings, let you know. And I am all my feelings for a lot of this one. <laughs> yeah, how do you feel about your man? The you hero know? of the story is drawn. Um, is he? I don't, I don't. I mean, it, I mean, is he? Yes. Who else is left? <laughs> Jon Snow. Is this your king? You know, it, like seriously, that clown. Jon King didn't know his left or his right in this episode. I, but 
If, if, if John was in Endgame and, he, and, you know, you heard Falcon, like, on your left, John would look to the right. Do you? I can't. <laughs> or possibly down. I cannot. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But can we talk about how I originally thought the real hero of the story was going to be Varys, and we open up with Varys potty done for him. Like, I'm potty done. Potty done. Who is yes. he sending letters to is the main question I, I think have. he's sending it to um, Varya, whatever. Whatever his name is, he's um, out in Essos. He's the one who gay, who was um, whenever um, Daenerys and her brother were there. He was the one who helped them, and he mm. got her married to Khal Drogo in the very beginning. He embarrassed. <laughs> Wait, you're like you're really making me like. You're remembering more than the writers do. I, I promise you that. I'm so. I hope not. Like it's very basic. Like it's in the books. He and Varys have been in on like trying to get the Targaryens the throne since the very beginning. They're the ones who've been working in cahoots. Has he ever appeared? He appeared. He was in the first season. When in multiple when, episodes. In multiple episodes. Yeah, he yeah. was in at least. He was yeah. the guy who helped. Um, Daenerys and her brother. So he was the one kind of telling her brother to kind of calm down because Khal Drogo, you know, kind of explaining Khal Drogo and the Dothraki to them and stuff like that. This is a portly guy, kind of chunky. Yeah, he wears like a brown vest over a white shirt, yeah. white tunic. I slightly remember him and like we just rewatched this yeah, joint. We did. Yeah, That's why I'm like, I don't know how else to explain him. He has like brown hair, shaggy beard. This dude is not showing up again. I put money on I it. I mean, I'm not sure. If, okay, that's fine. <laughs> I'm saying he's probably, because he and Varys have been in hoots this whole time i do not think i do not put it under varus to not have a plan in place that's mm-hmm. like scoop scoop i told you what the scoop is so what would he be plan b into action to put plan whatever their other plan is in action like i'm sure like like varus said they've been holding their breath trying to say you know which flip side of the coin is this targaryen going to flip on so i'm sure they put in another plan just in case that plan didn't work out for the order of the realm so whatever he already had, um, like, in the works. We're, I guess we're going to see what happens okay. next episode. I think he was trying to actually, with, like, the little girl or the woman that came in to talking about, like, the soldiers watching her. I think Varys was maybe attempting to slowly poison. Um, oh, he said, go back to the kitchen. Yeah, and he told her, she said that the soldiers are watching her. And so he said that, you know, she's like, she's not eating. She won't eat. And I was like, I think he Damn. might be attempting. He was attempting to like slowly poison no. her. I don't or know something. if it, I don't know if he would like because that's a slow walk. And I mean, I guess he. I mean, I guess he did think he was going to be sick. No, around, but he said so. she would not eat and go back to the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying like it doesn't make sense because I'm like, I yeah. mean, he probably did. Like, if he were thinking long game because he thought he would be around for mm-hmm. the long game, he would be thinking in that way to yeah. like poison. I was thinking. Um, especially because, like, she's not sleeping or whatever. Maybe he was trying to drug it with, like, milk of the poppy to, like, knock her out or whatever. So she wouldn't be, so she would be someone to work with. Like, he's just like, she, I can't work with her right now. Let's get her out of the way. But there's this poison that, the poison that, I don't know who got it. But basically, the it's like the, was it Nightshade? Isn't Nightshade? Am I mixing up stories? Lice? Whatever it was, but there's, like, a couple of drops to put you to sleep. Yeah, that's milk of the poppy. Uh, milk of the poppy, and but then like too much of it will kill you. Yeah, milk of the poppy. Okay. But, but his letter and her, him trying to poison her are two different things. Yes. Mm-hmm. So who did you think? Because he mentioned Sansa in the letter. I was think. Uh, I actually I didn't even see Sansa's name. I, I didn't see it, Sansa. I saw Rhaegal. I saw well, I saw Rhaegar. I saw that he was he was writing out how John was related to the Targaryens. Like he put he is the son of Rhaegar. Oh, okay. Blah 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 blah. 
uh, rightful heir or whatever of the throne. I didn't see anything about Sansa. I, I actually thought, I... thought he was like sending it out to like Dorne and to like yeah. things like that to like the the prince and like to kind of like get the word out. It, yeah, to get the word out so that when the city does fall, like you know, now there's another war to fight and this in time is to get John onto the throne. I was thinking it might be that, but then I was like looking at his desk like really carefully to see if there's multiple sheets of paper mm-hmm. to see if he was like, you know, like sending ravens like to Old Town to the Citadel, like I'm really trying to get the word out, but he only had that one. No, he tried to get out one more though before. But I don't know if he was writing the same thing in that one. I doubt it. It seemed like little scrolls of paper. Like, he ain't got that much to say on it. I feel like he was definitely trying to get the word out, whoever he was trying to get the word out to. But this also goes back to my whole thing about these characters just doing willy-nilly things right now. Varys, last season, straight up told Daenerys, yo, I won't plot against you, shorty. I will come and talk to you if I ever feel the need to plot against you. My man sells her out several times in the last few episodes. But he did talk to her. He did take her aside, but he didn't. He didn't talk to her. Talk to her. and I, I mean, I think that's the main reason why she had him burned. Because and that's why she talked the way she talked to Tyrion. Yeah. She's like, y'all both vowed to be my people mm-hmm. and to come to me when y'all had an issue. But yep. look at y'all plotting. That is legit treason. So why am I talking to you? And then like for her to make her and she knew what it was from jump. She was like, Jon Snow betrayed me. And he was like, Well, actually it's Varys. And he she was like, Who told Varys? Who told you? Is that Who where told that? No, but I, what I'm saying is she knew like she knew what the everything was from the jump. She didn't even need her master whispers or Tyrion to tell her what it was because she knew what they did. Who would need anybody to like oh John's gonna run and tell his sister? No shit. Right. He's known you for two years. That's why that's why most. she was not surprised. She was just like mm-hmm. But for her to see it like betrayal, that was dangerous to me. For her to see that, even though he he never told her that he wasn't going to. He just said, like, I have to. And then she was like, please don't. Like, you know, I'm begging you not to. Yeah. So there was never any promise, like, okay, I'm never going to tell my siblings. Yeah, that, yeah. And then for her to see that as still as betrayal, I was just like, that's kind of dangerous. I was like, this is <laughs> why you look, this is why you look nuts. Like, <laughs> you're looking kind of crazy. But I think it's mostly partial, like, because she feels a way about John not returning her feelings. And she doesn't know what to do with that. So now she's going to see anything he does as betrayal. She's going to really be like, that's though? betrayal, that's betrayal, this betrayal. Y'all have all betrayal. This is the same woman who was throwing dudes to the side, left and right, you know, picking and choosing, doing being what she felt. Being a hypocrite is not above. And now she just stuck on John. Yeah. She's not stuck on him. She's just trying to. She hit. already said this man short. She It's not. She's not stuck on him. <laughs> what it is, it's like she can't. She if She if they don't love each other. Then what's the point of being with them? Not even that, but like, what? How is that going to keep him from not trying to take the throne from her? Because it's literally like, for him, it's literally like I, two things. I don't want this shit, and then I love her. I'm probably scared of her, but I love her enough to not want this, to not fight her for this throne. Yeah, she doesn't real. It's like she doesn't believe that he doesn't want it. Like she can't because fathom. she's yeah. she can't fathom not wanting it. So the next step is like, okay, if I lose his love, I'm definitely going to lose his allegiance. The name of the man that I kept trying to explain to you is Irio Mapatis. Can I see a picture of this man? I will pull it up. Thank you, please. And like we were talking about, Varys, you know, gets called out. He's try- He burns up his last little letter, whether that's the only letter or the last letter that he doesn't get to get off in the last second. He burns it up. In comes Grey Worm on the straight enforcer. Grey Worm's another one I got to talk about who... <laughs> It's like, yo, my man was a slave, and now, you know, now you just doing whatever, like, but we gonna get to that, we gonna get to his real, I, yeah, I remember him, that dude is not showing up again. 
Okay, but I'm saying the. I'm just saying the, I know. the people who are plotting. Yeah, that's he, he's not showing up again. This show ain't that. That you know, this ain't the MCU. Um, yeah. So Varys, you know, the Spider Man gets taken outside and turned into the Human Torch. I just. Yeah, uh, you know, he had new powers. Like, you know, everybody, everybody gets new powers on this show. Like, I yeah. really hate this. One. But like, he dies, so it's like, is he really the human? I mean, he transformed he into a pile of ash. He can't you know, like, like, I mean, is he a phoenix? Like, is he gonna rise from the ashes? You now? never know. Okay. You know, like maybe in the next, you know, what is the sequel? You know, ten years from now, you know his powers will manifest. Like another Varys will appear, and they're yes. like, "Oh, wait, oh. you're a phoenix, not a spider." Yeah. Oh, nice, nicely done there, Varys. <laughs> Didn't expect that one. Yeah, but um, you know, can we talk about the death scene of for Varys though? About how like that was the scene. I mean, the part where like. Tyrion basically kind of um, <laughs> echoed Elena yeah. um, was like, uh, it was me. Yeah. Like, I wanted you to know it was me. And Varys' face when he said that was like, of course it was you. You know yeah. what? I can't. I like, never fucked with you anyway. Right. I was like, I expected you to be nothing. I expected you to sell me out. And of course it was you. Of course. But it wasn't as much. I don't know, because I feel like, didn't Varys tell Tyrion that at one point, too? Like, I'll, you know, sell you out if it comes down to it. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Varys is the one, but Varys knows, like, he's like, if anyone's going to ha- have the um, realm on this, their heart, it's going to be me. Yep. Tyrion, you're going to be about your family, yep. you're going to be about blood, and you're going to do dumb things on that basis. I definitely feel you, because I definitely felt like, you know, for a while, I used to say that Varys and Littlefinger were the true protagonists and antagonists of this story. But this story has gone off the rails because now the protagonist and the antagonist are both dead. And yeah. Also, well, Varys is last supposed word. to replace um that's I think that's that was the the mantle for like the protector of the realm, which is why and I mean <laughs> Tyranny I mean the whole I mean I I know. This is like as far fetched, but the realm I'm, is going to burn. I'm, I'm right? going with the story here. Like, you know, it's supposed to be now placed onto Tyrion, which is why Tyrion was begging Tyrion like, here please. for nobody but his family. He was trying really hard to like you I don't know want this. like don't burn innocence and innocence. And I was like, When have you ever worried about the innocence of the people in King's Landing? Like this is so it's so odd to me that He's, that was of all the Lannisters who's ever cared about the innocence of King's Landing, it's been Tyrion. Like, whenever it came down to the Battle of Blackwater, he was actually doing his best to stronghold against them being the ones on the front lines. Like, he was doing as much as he could to get them away late or whatever. Uh, but if uh, you look uh, at uh, T- uh, Tywin, you look at Cersei, you look at Jaime, ain't none of them cared about the people um, in King's um, Landing ever. Uh, okay, once again, like I, I'll di- we would get to that later, but the writers are doing a, a major disservice to Jaime's character again this episode I can't. by saying that he never cared about the people because when the mad king said burn them all jamie killed them so that is caring about the people whether or not what he said in his episode is irrelevant as just like it's just bad that was so disrespectful to his his character character. to say that he doesn't care about the people when he saved them all more than hold on let me before mm -hmm. than more than anyone else so don't bring up little man who's a drunk and barely can do anything to save himself this man saved everyone I feel like Jamie's kill them all. Like there's a kill them all. Like he was like, I'm not here for that. But then he was, he's also like, 
he trusts the people in the hands of his father more than he did those of the Mad, Mad King. I or would too. I'm just saying. <laughs> a, I'm saying there's a multi-pronged reason why Jamie did what he did. It wasn't just. But he's not going to a let a city of people burn. Is what it was. Don't don't disrupt. Don't. I'm not saying that. I'm man. just saying there's multiple reasons. I'm not gonna. But like, I feel I'm that's not the gonna same pull thing back. for Tyrion. Like when he did the whole b- the Battle of Blackwater, it was multiple reasons that he yeah. did it. It was just strategic. Like yeah. If they if like it's not to really save. I mean, it was to save himself essentially yeah. because as a hand of the king, he's kind of upfront too. So he's not trying to have to really fight for real for real. And then like you know, if he can get them, if he can use wildfire to keep everybody, and then like act, keep the troops and not have to clean up dead bodies he's great on that <laughs> yeah but like so i don't even think it was more so about like the the people it was more so like how can we avoid like having to pay for this shit if it goes all the way down <laughs> and then me dying yeah, yeah that was really it like Tyrion. that's why i'm like this obsession of like the innocence of people it's really it's none of them care about it yeah it's none like it's, it's really it to pass the mantle of varus onto Tyrion, and it's just they did a poor job of doing that and like that's you're never going to replace Varys. No. Varys is unreplaceable. Well, irreplaceable. Ugh. I want to talk about his last line before we move on, because I really like that he got his, um, before he said goodbye to um, Tyrion, was, I hope I deserve mm-hmm. this. Truly, I do. I hope I'm wrong. No, <laughs> you ain't. But you know what I mean? <laughs> I really, I think that, that underscores his whole character arc of, like, this is exactly, like, I hope I'm wrong. I hope you did. this was done for the right reason. I hope you're doing the right thing right now. And I was begging, like, yo, Daenerys, just behead him please don't use fire like because i was just like he just just said i hope i'm wrong then you open your mouth to say jakaris i'm like fuck like basically here's the foreshadowing but it doesn't i again each person uses what they got to them the north is going to use they use um ice to behead people like they all use what's part of them so people are like really putting it on daenerys that she's using fire but that's what she does she you she Use the sword and battle that one time. No, that's no, not her. No, that's no. not her main. You, you don't have to do it. Someone else exactly. did try. Because once again, it's not like she's sitting there breathing fire on this dude. Someone else is doing it for her, so she could have someone else chop his head off, and he wouldn't have to burn and scream and die a horrible. One of the worst deaths, as people have said multiple times, mm-hmm. one of the worst deaths on this show is dragon fire. It is, but again, she's doing the Targaryen thing. She's doing it her way. The Northern Sword. The Targaryens ain't even had dragons for like 400 years. What, them little, dra- them little doll dragons was burning for the death? No, it's been like, <laughs> to be fair, it's been about 100 years, not 400. She never saw nah, it in her she lifetime. Using, her using fire, like they've been, they've been saying, like you're doing the same thing as the Mad King. Like, yes. like you look crazy using fire. <laughs> but you the Mad King, nuts. the Mad King didn't have dragons. He but was he, using wildfire. Why? But why would you be using your dragon <laughs> when there's people? Like, what was so difficult about using Grey Worm to just cut this yes. nigga down? I'm trying to fight for Daenerys. Nah, she looked crazy. I was just like, damn. She opened her mouth and said, "Jacaris." I was like, fuck. I mean, not only that, she had Drogon come out like it was the hard. <laughs> movie like it was straight black behind her and then out come Drogon like ha ha nigga thought you were safe nope the worst part for me is like Drogon is like your last resort Drogon is a full nuclear missile like why would you use that for one one person person. can we just like do equal power for equal things can we just do that like yes you need to take out all these scorpions yes that makes sense bomb it all take it down but one man and and how does she let Drogon know like is Drogon that precise? Like, right, he's like, like he's like, oh okay, I got this. Like, like you know how you get this, this how low. you get that one horse whenever you're out feeding? Yeah. Do the one person, like, yeah. right there, right there. Get just him. 
<laughs> no, no. Daenerys is out here looking crazy, shooting bazookas at cockroaches. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what that is. And then, yeah, fuck these writers and fuck these editors yes. because the flames of Varys go to the flames of Grey Worm and Daenerys. Yeah, that there. was foul. <laughs> 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 Ah, oh, what assholes! I was like, like, they, like, like they had just took a stroll on the beach. Yeah. I was like, wow. <laughs> they sitting by the fire, warming themselves up. Like that wasn't just Varys cooking like, five seconds. Ago. Like they weren't about to have their eyebrows stained off because of standing that close to his flames. They come back inside, like, oh my god, it's so cold. Like so chilly. Like, Anybody got some marshmallows? <laughs> <laughs> you like you saying it's so cold? Had, like reminds me of Icebox and like where Daenerys is in her heart right now. Like it's the Icebox where her heart used, used to be. To be. <laughs> oh my god! So they're sitting by the fire. For some reason, Daenerys is like, "Hey, this is what I got left of Masande. Here's her slave collar." <laughs> They, the writers really won't let up <laughs> off of the slave art, and I want them to know that all the black women peep it, and we're all ready to lay hands. That's how I was happy when Graham threw that shit in the fire. Yes! He was just like, he took it, he was like, bitch. Yes! Not only did you get my woman killed, yes. you gonna give me this shit? Fuck you. White lady, you really, oh, the, the mother of, like, removing the chains, breaker of the chains and all that stuff. You gonna pass me a chain? Really? Really? Was, really, I was just like this, but this—I don't know. For me, that scene like really explained the, uh, like how Daenerys <laughs> is so oblivious to certain things. Because can you imagine giving another slave who was in love with a former slave, you the like you give them the chain that was holding them? That does who does? But who the do and the way that like she that? said it, this is the only possession she had. Which why didn't you give her some better possessions? Why did you make her come over here with only the freaking? Her own chain. Like, she should have been done with that. She should have been had to let it go. If anything, it's probably a reminder to her, like, I, this is something that I've uh, accomplished. I've gotten over this. And then she just died with the chains on. And y'all really keep going back to this. Like, this I really up. hate these writers. I really hate them for that. Like, that's going to be my sticking point because I was already sad about Miss Sunday dying. And then y'all just keep pushing it. Oh, oh we're going to get worse in this episode, though. Hold on. We, we you know, we ain't done yet, but that straight up, um, Masande and Daenerys' relationship is like War Machine and Iron Man. Like, Iron Man in every movie steady got better armor. War Machine stayed with that same joint through the whole shit. Like, you know, she's like, hey, this is all she had enough. Her slave collar, just like you said. Like, come on, like, do better. I've always, so I, my gripe with Masande and Daenerys is like, she kind of I never understood, like, I understood when she came, when Tyrion came, she made him the hand, and it was for, like, for the sake of the story, but I was, I would have thought that they would have been like, all right, Tyrion isn't doing too well, Masande, you step up, like, this is, now it's time for you to become, like, because I'm like, she has never been elevated in her position with Daenerys, and I've never understood that, because she is clearly the most loyal person to her. It's literally because she's a black woman. Like, Like, it's literally because they need, she needs a Westerosi white man to be on her top people so that the Westerosi will take her in. So she's like, if I have foreigners, I already have a foreign um, force of like an army or whatever. I have foreigners who are in my cabinet. If I make them the top people, these white people aren't going to listen to me because they're going to say I'm the foreign queen, which is what Cersei used against her in the first place. That's fair, but I always felt like they would show scenes of like, okay, we're going to use Tyrion as a hand. Mm-hmm. Miss- like Tyrion would say something, Masande, you have the final word. What's it? And it was never that. It was like she was literally like the BFF 
the yeah. whole entire time. <laughs> yeah, the black friend. And I'm just like, girl, like, this is why she died. Like, so make, to serve a purpose for Daenerys to get pissed off enough to blow up everything. Like, she's the, she had to do the sacrificial lamb for the white woman story arc. I was very mad that Daenerys' hair didn't stay fucked up throughout this whole episode. No, it did. No, it was fucked up early, but then she had them braids back in. Like, oh, you, oh her, yeah. real, her actual hair. I was like, nah, she, her hair was fucked up, but no, oh, her hair. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, like she had somebody else doing her she, braids. She cleaned up. Yeah. yeah, like, come on. No, no, that was Masande's job. And so it should have been can't. fucked through the whole episode. No, she has maids. Okay. I mean, I guess. You know she has maids. <sighs> yeah, I'm quite sure of that. So Grey Worm burns up the chains. What did Danny call him right there? Togo Nordo? Is that his yeah. gray worm? Is that gray worm and Valerian? Yeah, okay. right. yeah. As much. But I wanna I kinda wanna go back and listen to other episodes, um, for if that's how she says it in Valerian this whole time. Like is there a reason why this is distinguished here rather than previous You're episodes? Really do that? Yeah. All right. Because yeah. it always said gray worm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the English like subtitle. So it was interesting to see that they would put it in Valerian as yeah. opposed to I'm wondering that's sick. Was it, that there's some significance there? She was calling him Toby. Oh, <laughs> His name is Kunta. Toby is your dead woman's chains. Um, ooh, yeah, that was rough. Uh, and then Daenerys, you know, consults with John, y'all king, you know, y'all hero of the story. The Did one I say that? Y'all respect. Nah, Who is y'all? John is John is only meant to be a foot soldier. That's it. Like this, that's that is his purpose. He's just not great with anything else. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. He's he, oh man. John is uh, uh, somebody else's king. Um, he just looks really nice with the you know top knot. Outside of that, there's really not much use for him. And if whenever Kit takes off his beard, it's just like, ooh, honey, why? When does he do that? Oh, if you look at SNL, like, yeah. oh, hun, do not. It just, it he's just like, hurts. He's already like five five. Like yes. that beard is gonna take off another four inches. Yes. <laughs> it's ooh. so sad. Um, it was funny because they even had his wife joke on it. It was in the SNL yeah. skit. It's, it's a cute skit. I would look at it. Um, so. Uh, well, yeah. Um, John, Daenerys asked him, am I just your queen? And John. And she tries to kiss him. Yeah. And the Negro pulls back. Yeah. Like a dummy. Because he's a dummy. I, I, like, I, at least be smart enough to, like, play into her insecurities or whatever. Oh, nah, you asked for too feeling. much for this nigga. That's the same nigga who, <laughs> when, when they See, were... I've been this for a minute, but go nah, ahead. Nah, this that's too much. Yes. Because this is the same man who, when they went to see Cersei for the first time, and everybody was just like, and he was, she was like, as long as you pledge yourself to me. Yeah. How difficult would it have been to him to so like, yeah, whatever, she didn't even, Cersei didn't even say pledge yourself to me. Cersei said, at least you, as long as you say neutral. And the Nick real couldn't he say, I'll like, say neutral. I, he was just like, you know, I pledge myself to the. Everybody was looking at him. Everybody was pissed off at him. I yes. can't imagine. He. I cannot imagine him now coming into like the emotion, like emotional intelligence enough to have. Like he would not have the emotional intelligence to like play with Daenerys and be like, okay, it's cool. Yeah, you're yeah. more than my. I'm queen. not saying that boo. he has it. I'm saying that's one of the. That's another thing that you can see yeah. is a dumb thing. Like I'm like, come on, dude. Like come no, on. No, Jon Snow is a fucking idiot. Like they, we we gotta lay it on the table right here because just like you said. You know, before when he went to Cersei, he's like, oh, no, that's my queen. So your queen says, fuck me. And now you're like, no, I can't do that because you're my aunt. Like, it's like, where does your loyalty lie? Have we heard him say, I don't want to have sex with you because you're my aunt? That's what he's saying. 
I'm, but I haven't like. No, he lit- hasn't literally said. That's it. what I'm saying. I'm waiting. I'm like, why? Because he sounds stupid on the show but saying that. Would you just please like really make it a point? Because as far as anyone else could tell, it's like. Well, I don't What's think he would sound too stupid because Varys and Tyrion with their conversation from last episode kind of set that up for him to use that as an excuse because he was like, he's from the North. They don't do that in the North. True. So if he was to be like, listen, sis. <laughs> we don't really do these if, type of things. If you were like my second cousin, you know. FBI. Or a female wolf. Like even if you were like, if you related to me the same way Sansa is, you know, we could have figured out. A couple of things. I mean, they do that. I mean, that's what I mean. This this man's an idiot, yo. I I just I, I get it. You know, he lives good in the top knot in the beard words for him because there there is no other reason for people and to continue. And the Lord of the Light brought him back, so the Lord of the Light had a mission for him, and we don't know what it is. And we never will. Mm. 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 I guess. Uh, I guess the mission was to lead everybody against the to, the night kid. Or wait. wait. <sighs> To lead everybody to fight the don't Night take, King. Don't take, I'm not don't saying. Don't take men there. Oh, wait. I'm, hold on. Um, when, was, when, not, when, when was he leading there? I'm, not, I'm saying to lead people, to convince people to oh, wait, fight. Wait, when did he do that? Daenerys? I don't know. Oh, I, wait, no, you mean when he got her dragon killed, right? Sure, yes. Um, that too. And, and when he broke that, when by getting her dragon killed, led to the wall being busted down so the Night King could even come through. I mean, okay. John is a bro- so John is, is definitely John is a, not on the Lord of the Light side. He's a broken. He's unfortunately the Lord of the Light brought back a broken clock, <laughs> but broken clocks are, twi- are right twice a day. He's already and both, he that day has passed. Yeah, already. but I mean, at, <laughs> the Night King is dead, right? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, <basically>. <laughs> <laughs> this man ain't never gonna be right again. Thank goodness for Arya. Thank goodness. Oh, that, questionable. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Questionable. Um, so Daenerys decides to say, "Let it be." fear as if it hasn't been fear from day one from the moment you resurrected those dragons out of them eggs it's been fear i just don't understand this woman i don't understand how she thinks that coming like because her father who was who wanted to blow up the whole city once was on the throne Somehow people are just going, you know, like... But it wasn't just her father. Like, to be fair, it was <sighs> legacies of Targaryens. Yes. The Targaryens are the ones who time. brought the seven kingdoms together. They were all separate kingdoms before. So it's not like I get... Nobody no, living knows I, that. I'm with... But, no, that, yes, they do. They I mean, they know, know they but they don't know. care. But, but I'm saying... Like, it's not in their, you know, like... Yeah. It's like, I know George Washington founded this country. Mm. <laughs> you know, it doesn't affect me on the day to day, right? Yeah. But you know what I mean. Like, I mean, it kind of does though, because why haven't we burned it all down? Like, why have we? Not because of him. I'm not saying not because, of, but but because of the trage- the history of that's occurred since then, of because of the legacies yes. that we're all working with under. And like, I'm struggling right all... now. I gotta pay bills. That's right. why I haven't burned it. Down. Right, and for all the reasons why, like the systems are like they're working against us. Why haven't we burned it all effing down? You know what I mean? Like, there's so many reasons, and they keep the people moving because they're worried about their own struggle the high houses are fighting and they don't care about that they only care about who's gonna be better for my bottom line when it all comes down mm-hmm. and that's you know legit but, but and that's my point like Daenerys actually thinks that these people are gonna give a shit if she was on the throne versus Cersei but I don't think she thinks that because even she even said it like when they first got to, back to um, Dragonstone and she was just like you know people are she was just like cause I forgot Tyrion was saying something and she was like yeah yeah and she's like yeah people are calling my name and saying you know i'm begging me for to come back and she's like people have been saying this to my brother and my brother was a fool so she mm-hmm. knows that like now, she's in, yeah she's been known she's that. known for a while that her being a you know 
so and her then, family having some type of like having a line like being an old monarch. Nobody gives a damn. Like she literally has to fight for the throne. So that's back. what I mean. It's always going to be fear. Is what I'm saying. It was never going to be love there. That's yeah. That's and where so that whole be. speech about it'll let it be fear and John being like, oh shit, it should be fear now. <laughs> you know, it's like I don't think, this I idiot think, again. I like, think that was literally just for their one on one. I think that because um, you know she's talking to John like. Mm-hmm. How do you break it down for Jon Snow? You know, he knows nothing. She that was literally just for Jon. She didn't talk about that to Tyrion. She didn't talk about that to Varys, her actual people who she like listens to for advice or, or listens to with air quotes. Like sh- that was just for Jon. Like he needed that. Like this is who I am. This is what's gonna happen. Yeah. Moment. I definitely think it was like kind of like for us to see uh, the audience to kind of see the breakdown of their relationship and that like it really wasn't for any other purpose that yeah. whole like fear thing cuz uh, she's been resting on the fear of yeah. her of her since. army the fear of her dragons since she got into it and that's what's kind of that's how she was been fucking her up but mm-hmm. and so you know then they arrive at King's Landing whole armies amassed can we talk about how much Tyrion keeps talking about the bells oh, I was just about to get into yeah. that I was just about to get into Tyrion and his the man who started off this show reading every goddamn book in the world suddenly forgets every moment of history, suddenly forgets what his father mm-hmm. did when they let him into the city, and and forgets every time he's ever talked to Cersei in his whole goddamn life and says some shit about, you know, uh, well, let's Jamie go free because Jamie magically got captured because Jamie, you know, can't take off his golden Jamie hand. Jamie always gets captured. This yeah. Negro's whole arc is through this captured. fucking every, series yeah. is almost every other season he gets captured. Whoever releases him ends up dead later. That man seen more poles than the dancers and on it. He stays on them poles, but yeah, he's, yeah, uh, and you know he just like and uh, I, I, no, 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 you're not that stupid to not take off your golden hand, Jamie. I'm I sorry. I almost wondered if he wanted to get captured yeah. as to ensure his entrance into, because I don't no. think that I don't think That's that. A- I know. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just no. I'm just thinking. This guy's like, a so ass nigga. I'm thinking like, because he's not stupid. He's not that. Stu- <laughs> he's not. He's not a John. He's a little more strategic than John, so I'm always wondering, like, slightly, because I mean, this is the man who was head of the King Guard, like King's Guard, so like, he's a little more strategic. So I almost wondered, like, he was kind of like, it's better to be captured by them than to like have to fight through them to get to the to get to the Queen, because there's gonna be pandemonium eventually. I don't know if he felt like that would be his moment. I don't know, but I don't. I am like. I was thinking he might have wanted to be captured as a subconscious reason to not go. He's like, if I get captured, I can just go back to Brienne. Where was Brienne? She's up in the north. She didn't come down. She stayed with Sansa. That's right. That's that's where she belongs, according to her Uh, pledges and allegiance. And yes, the writer's plots. Yeah. um, So Tyrion keeps talking this mess. He lets Jaime go so that Jaime can... Go talk to Cersei once this again. Ups. I was just like, what and Jamie himself on? said, "You know, I can't get through with her. Yeah. I never, she never listened to me." Nigga just saw this motherfucker cut off somebody's head in front of him. Like, I don't know never. if it's like so. 
and maybe this is too deep, but I'm thinking like his whole entire <laughs> life, Cersei has blamed them, f- blamed him for their mother's death, mm-hmm. which is kind of outrageous. Like I was like, you need therapy. Cersei's, yeah. But like you, but you know, and I wonder if him trying to find ways to save her from herself is him trying to make up for this like blame of you know killing their mother and stuff like that because Seriously? this is this is ridiculous. Like you know, your sister is. You she talking about she has a reason and Jamie was just like that's the exact reason why she about to light this shit up too like Jamie that's what's the weirdest thing to me no there's no reason why the arc that they gave Jamie in this show would make him have more of a grounding on Cersei's character than Tyrion because and in the show they basically set up that uh Jamie sticks around with Cersei because he believes in the good in her mm-hmm. until he leaves in the end of last in the end of season seven. But Tyrion has been knowing how awful Cersei is from the jump and then now he's going to be like, I want to play to her better ways. It's like it doesn't just it just doesn't make sense. And in the books it makes sense that Jamie has a better handle because Jamie goes away and he finds out all the dirt about Cersei while he's away and he's like, Oh, I'm not effing with her. So it's weird how they set this up. See, I even go weirder than that because to me, it always felt like Jamie isn't with Cersei. I'm talking about in the show. I didn't mm-hmm. feel like he was with Cersei because he believed in the good in her. I believe that Jamie was with Cersei because he didn't believe in himself. And he thought mm-hmm. that both of them ain't shit. Mm-hmm. And so they deserved each other. Because Jamie said to Cersei at one point, he said the same shit she said to him. Mm-hmm. It's all about us. Yeah. It's only about us. The rest of the world could fucking burn. Mm-hmm. It's about us. So I never thought that Jamie believed that Cersei was good. I thought I just believed that he knew that both of them wasn't shit, and so they, you know, fit together. Yeah, and it's interesting how in this discussion, I mean, yeah, <coughs> I mean that's what Brienne. That's essentially what he said to Brienne. Yeah, yeah. and that's what I always. But even felt. in this discussion, is what he said because when he's like, like Tyrion's like, "Why are you even going back? Like she's going to die," and he's like, "Oh no, like you know, things are in her favor. You know, we got the Lannisters, we got blah 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 blah, we got the Goat Company, we got the Scorpions." That's him. Just he's lying to himself, but and kn- he knew it. I know that, but yeah. what I'm saying is his reasons for why going back weren't oh because like she's good and she's gonna make uh, things better and blah blah blah. He was legit like, "Oh no, like she has a chance." I mean, I think he was just telling himself that to feel better about yeah. bouncing because he, he knew goddamn well. That the fucking lost cause. Man, I didn't know it was going to go like that, though. But, yeah, we going to get to that in quick second. Yeah, the one thing I wanted to add about the Bells and Tyrion not knowing his, like, acting like he doesn't know history after reading Autumn books. Battle of the Bells is what made the Mad King go mad. Mm. And um, and then to talk about like oh we're gonna whenever you hear them raise the gates again knowing the history of his own family when Tyrion had them open well Tywin had, had them open, open the gates that's he when he betrayed freaking the Targaryen king so again I'm seeing I'm seeing um, Daenerys's face and I'm like. Daenerys is not going to listen to this, like, she, mm-hmm. and she shouldn't because that's legit how the Lannisters have always betrayed people. Like, what? What are you giving her? She's already thinking that you're treasonous, and then you're going to say similar things to what's been treasonous in the past. Like, mm. are you dumb? Uh, I don't know what he just kept pushing. Like, ring the bells, ring the bells. I was like, that is the dumbest. Like. I'm so disappointed in Tyrion. Yes. Yeah. So disappointed. His arc has not been consistent. And I'm I'm really no annoyed one by it. I, yeah. I'm convinced that 
celibacy is fucking with him heavy. Because <laughs> I can't, like, that's, like, he's still drinking, but he's celibate. And that shit is fucking with him. He doesn't, he can't, he can't focus. He's like a nigga George Costanza. That like, he... <laughs> like when George Costanza didn't have none, mm-hmm. he got all super smart. And Tyrion did super dumb. Like, it doesn't work out for him. He's like, oh, what's it, what was that? Who, what, what's the woman? Is it, damn. It's been that long for Seinfeld. Ellen? Oh, Ellen, yeah, yeah. Ellen, like when when she didn't have sex, she got stupid dumb. Yep, that's yeah. that's him. Because yeah, he was, he said it has been several years, and I was like, Whoa. that was dumb on, uh, on Ooh, his part. Need to wash his legs. And one other thing about Tyrion being an a hole, like Tyrion is a special kind of a hole because he gave he's giving Jamie the same um, instructions that Varys gave him to escape the Red Keep whenever yeah. after he killed his father. Mm-hmm. Work again. I'm like, you can, but the fact that you're like. Oh yeah, like the man that I just had killed, I'm gonna use his same instruction to get you out of there. Like, you know what? I mean, he ain't gonna use it again, right? I'm just like, <laughs> how big of an a hole are you? Like, come on. Very, I mean, we all know that Tyrion is top five. Class in that. A, yeah, top five, top five in that one. So that, that's not surprising at all. Um, Arya and the Hound roll into the city. Jamie rolls into the city. Everybody just rolls on into the city. Uh, once, all right. I mean, we, we'll get to Arya and the Hound. You know, they roll into the city on on their mission that we know they've been on. Jamie can't get through the doors. Um, you know, it's just all looking bad. The doors are shut. And then the head of the. We've only probably seen this man like two or three times from the co- the gold company where he's just like standing there in front of the like wall with like oh, his yes. army yeah. of people. And they kept zooming in on him. And I'm like, why do we keep zooming but in on him? But he has like a name in the books and everyone knows yeah, him. And but for some reason they just want to. And so they're all there. You know, it's a classic Game of Thrones battle Set formation. Up. Everybody's mm-hmm. standing there waiting, waiting, waiting and waiting. And then here comes Big Drogon, and this is the most strategic that I have seen Daenerys. My issue with Daenerys has always been that she lacks strategy, and this finally going to destroy the things that are going to destroy you first. She yes. finally does that. Like she doesn't attempt to do anything else mm-hmm. but get them scorpions out the way. Out the mm-hmm. game, yep. And I love that she like when she bullets down, she does it in a vertical position where she's um able to like she can like dodge Zigzag, better yeah. than she, she can, can like recon, if she were going tell. on a like a horizontal like arc. So whenever she comes in for them ships, she like goes straight, like she goes straight for those scorpion ships, but and then she just knocks on everything. I but I think that it was really um like a callback like to um the Syrian taking out part of the wall whenever she comes through with Drogon against the wall right there in King's Landing. Like, she mm-hmm. just takes out a big chunk of it, just like it is at um, the wall up north. Mm-hmm. But what really got me once again, and, you know, we talked about this last episode, obviously, which is the foolishness with which she lost for Syrian. And now that she lost for Syrian, it, when you see this battle, it's like, I guess she needed to lose for Syrian. She shouldn't have lost Rhaegal. Like, that was one of the, like, she just... Rhaegal, I don't understand. Well, that's Jon Snow's stupidity, so I understand why that happened. I mean, no, no, Rhaegal, that's what I mean. Sorry, that was... Rhaegal was Jon Snow's Snow's stupidity. No, No, Viserion was Jon Snow's stupidity. Oh, Viserion was Jon Snow's stupidity. Rhaegal was her carelessness. But it really wasn't, though, because it doesn't make... I don't... It doesn't even make any sense (laughs) to the story, in a way. No, that's what I mean. Because, like, why would you have... 
Why would you have Rhaegal taken out of the game only to have Drogon take out all the Scorpions? Everything, yeah. So what's the point? That's but that's exactly what I was saying. saying. Like it shows her lack of strategy because like she always showed up because she rested so much on power. She never considered anything else. Because she would show up everywhere with all three. What you need all three for? But she was going to Dragonstone. She wasn't trying to go to King's Landing to battle nothing. She was going to go well, rest for th- a I second. think that too. And I, But at the, at the same time, like, I don't know. Like, I just, you didn't... And I know y'all talked about this last week, but I'm like, you ain't think that they were going to be waiting for you? Like, I mean, but that's she a did. They told her the scene before that. That's, that's so, the problem. Like, they talked you... about it the scene before that. I thought that. they were talking about literally King's Landing. I didn't know they were talking. I didn't think they were talking about Dragonstone. But she knew that he had a fleet that yeah, sailed she knew he had the oceans. Right, but I'm saying they were talking about battle strategy for King's Landing, not battle strategy for Dragonstone, which Look, is their fault for not thinking through battle strategy for Dragonstone. You don't need to think battle strategy, but when you're flying around the world, you have to think, well, maybe someone will shoot this motherfucker. <laughs> you know, like that. After seeing several <laughs> occasions, after seeing the Night King done hit you like a fucking yes. Olympian, then yeah. after seeing... But even before, like, even the loot train whenever they were prepared like the people that you're about to go fight they're prepared so I, I just i don't know like it's just like she's like well we have the dragon like every answer is like well, we have the dragons we can like you know it doesn't we'll figure it out and i'm like i need you to be a little more concerned with like you call them your children like i'd be very i'd be flying like <laughs> under like nightfall if i like after especially after yeah. losing Viserion, i'd be very yeah. scared yeah i yes i'm with you with and that, i like... just and she just was just like no we're fine and i still have a drag i still have dragons we're, we're still stronger i'm like they're not like they and stick dragons are one in a million you know yeah, like exactly where your other dragon eggs at girl because because this is a pretty skim over here Super stem, but you know, she does manage to blow up everything, taking out all of the scorpions. Somehow, Euron does the die hard jump off the building, escape from his scorpion, flames right behind him. Like, we're sitting here watching it together, and I'm like, okay, he's dead. But I knew, I knew he wasn't because that's how goofy this shit is dying. Because that was just ridiculous. Like, he had like his whole pirate swagger as he, I'm like, no, I mean, he was right there. The flames was right on his ass. That we've seen this scene. Yes. That's one thing I'm annoyed about the most. I just, I have to have this moment. I'm so mad about how many scenes I get. We want to do recalls and, um, and you know, like callbacks. But you keep recycling the same scene. You have the Ironborn, Theon, um, y'all are in them jumping off the freaking ships or whatever, and you're going to bring it back again for Euron. Then you had to battle Blackwater before the Ironborn in there, so you do it multiple times. You have Viserys. But this is ridiculous. Viserion is... and, like, Drogon knocking down walls. You have, like, you, they keep repeating the most inane stuff for battles and the sequences, and it's like, give me something new. Like, I get doing one or two things that are recalls, but give me something new. The Viserion Drogon knocking down walls, I don't mind. Because that, That's you know, fine. That yeah, makes, a city yeah. got to get That's walls fine. knocked down. But, but last, se- last episode, there was something else and i just can't remember well right i now. know when what's his name jumped off i was just like that doesn't even make sense when no. when a Tyrion jumped off the the boat i was just like he shouldn't oh god that, that was just goofy shit in the world and then and for them to have the whole pylon fall on his head and the mast of the ship fall on his head and him not be dead that was ridiculous and once again euron jumps off the he doesn't even jump off the boat he jumped off the scorpion which was on the, the boat. boat he yeah. didn't even get off the boat before the flames was on his ass so he should have been cooked but, you know, he's not cooked. Uh, let's see, everyone, you know, the city, they're waiting outside, like we said. And then after the Daenerys puts all the ships, she comes through and cooks the Golden Company. And correct me if I'm wrong, but the Golden Company were mutes, right? No, that's oh, okay. the Unsullied. No, 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 that's no. That's actually Euron's, Euron's fleet. Oh, it was mutes. Okay, I thought yeah. he was rolling with the Golden Company. Yeah. 
Well, they stream when they burn too, so they wasn't that mute. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, if you're mute, you're mute. You know, them dudes screamed. Not necessarily. No, yeah. they screamed. You still but have vocal cords. You know what I'm when you're when you're mute. So they like take a vow of muteness. No, no they, I think they, they cut their tongue. tongue, but you can still make sounds. You can't. Mm. You can. You still have like a vocal cord. What's the point of that? Like. I, I once did work on a job like where uh, it was Boy Scouts where we did a day of silence while working. It's fucking tough. You're telling me you're going to be out in an ocean? This show. That's how Urine liked it. It's, and that's, that's a book. That's a book thing. Yeah, yeah I remember book. that from the book. Yeah, I know it is. This book, too. Because that, <laughs> no. That's just, that's impossible. Like you're navigating. Yo, you like you see a rock, what's he do? signals it's like sign language and stuff what if you're looking the other way sign How do you, language icebergs you, you don't stay, scream out you know you have to stay alert and then you know they're a well-trained crew <laughs> that's how they should have sounded when they were cooking no why are you this, why are you this way why are you this way i just wanted to know because i remember him talking about you know, i got this you know crew of mute people and that made me like really and you sail the ocean with them like he liked it like that. He liked the silent show. He likes the power that because he, he personally is the one who got made sure all their everybody got all of them ships would have crashed into each other. They would all be dead. It's this is silly. That, I mean, you're on so. Uh, people say he's better than the book. I don't believe it. He's not. Yeah. Not he was, people keep saying it. And yeah. I keep trying to tell you no. No, he's not. No, he's not. Because no. I only get him in the book at all. Yeah, so, I think like, I like stopped reading like maybe after your. I didn't like him at all in the book, and I think he was. He is barely like in him. the book. He does nothing. He just comes in. He does the drowned god ceremony, and then he like scares Te- uh, um, Theon and Yara. Like that's legit. It. The whole rap thing <laughs> is that he has he cut out the tongues of his crew, yeah. and that he's been selling the world and went to a shy, the scary place. And, he's and got, might be magical. And he and he no, he's not even magical. He might have a horn that's magical, but it's broken, so he's not. It's not even scary. <sighs> He's not that great. He's not. No, not at all. They cut out all these awesome people mm-hmm. who actually belong in this show, especially Lady Olena, especially the Dornish, and then they put him in there. For what? I'm, the only thing is, even with Cersei, like, he doesn't have a storyline. Like No. Because he didn't even put two and two together when Tyrion was talking last They he said was he wasn't paying attention. Us. The writer's came out and said that for some reason he wasn't paying attention. What? Yeah, that's what that, that was the only thing going on in that moment. I mean, you know, he's got other things on his mind. <laughs> like who the father of the child is. I was like, you better think about this. So anyway, you know, da- Daenerys hears the bells and decides she, to she go. She sits for a second. And then she starts crying and she's like, fuck them bells. <laughs> <laughs> Don't these niggas know I hate that song? Like, Fuck that. <laughs> but it also reminded me of going back to her father in the Battle of the Bells and that just like like driving him nuts. Yeah. Like it just like it like it didn't drive him nuts. He was already on the precipice. But yes, you know what I mean? But like Daenerys he's, wasn't on the precipice. She was on the precipice. But I'm saying it reminds me of like this whole like like in a moment whenever you just you hear something and it's like ringing and then ringing and then like the vibrations of it and your pulse is already up and she's looking around and you're like she's like F and she's like ready to go. I mean, they made sure we remembered, you know, the famous quote that whenever a Targaryen is born, which that's annoying. I to know. Me, I, we know. We we John know. John is also technically a Targaryen. So are you also? But he's saying, the man. 
I mean, men face. run the power. Like, Varys also had time to mention before he cooked. Get out of my I mean, but then, face. Look, but I'm then not John saying is this a fool, so, I mean, I'd rather be a nut than a fool. <laughs> so, if we really want to keep it all the way yes. like, I need you to. I need you to tweet quote that. Like, like come on. <laughs> come on. He's, he's the fool. And then, so he got... Uh, it's crazy, because his mom was a Stark, and he still was an idiot. And then, like... he, uh, You could argue that he is an idiot because he's a Stark. Yes. Because the Starks put that. nobility before anything else if he were raised a targaryen a lannister but but if he were even raised a targaryen which everyone is like oh they're whatever if the targaryens hadn't been put away or whatever like rhaegar was a is an actually like smart and capable person Mm -hmm. like they are able like it's not like the targaryens are just like an awful people like they've been together so long that they don't like he rhaegar was actually a good person people were wanting him to take over the throne they were waiting for the mad king to come out mm-hmm. so that they could put rhaegar on so it's not like oh the targaryens are all like crappy no like it was a legit gonna be good times for everyone if they would have just got the mad king out of there and may had robert not rebelled and here we go but once again that's why i say this you know it's kind of suspect because daenerys should not is not on the precipice of turning mad Mm-mm. suddenly she hears these bells suddenly the oh, plot yeah. needs her to go mad i, I don't guess i don't think she's this is mad i don't think she went mad i just think what? this is complete i mean like after a Hold while I, okay so i don't think <laughs> I, I mean Y'all like budapest very different because. i think she i think she was i, I mean nuts in the sense of like she's angry yes. like she's extremely she's angry pissed. she's pissed wait. off and i think the bell as oh, the wait. bells are ringing oh, and she wait. makes a decision like i could stop this right now or I could blood and fire this all Fuck the way up. Fuck this shit. Like, it was blood literally like... Blood and fire is my house motto. Let's go. So so what? So where is not mad here? I mean, it's a temporary... It's a temporary... It's, I mean, everybody temporary has... Temporary insanity? Yeah. Everybody burns a city to the ground? I mean... Everybody if I had, if, nuclear bombs? I think I... I mean, part of me feels like it might have been partially strategic, like... Wait, what? Yeah. Like, why do I want to govern a bunch of people who I have to, like, watch for them <laughs> trying to betray me them. every other day? Like... There's if I let the Lannisters be my prisoners, and I'm gonna have to let them be free, and then whatever, then we have to make a title, blah blah blah. blah. People in the street, they ain't Lannisters. Okay, so one thing they've been working for the Lannisters this whole time. She doesn't care about those people. I I realize that like Daenerys does not care about the people in King's Landing. Like Tyrion was the one pushing her, like you don't want to kill innocent people, you don't want to do this. She don't know them. She don't care. She's willing to take everyone from Marine and just plot them, but into King's Landing. And and I think for a portion, like Masande was pro let them live for, yeah, for exactly. a minute and I think that she was actually the last component that was keeping Daenerys from going cr- crazy Dracarys on yeah. the peppers and then her last word to Daenerys was Dracarys so you know what like um, Daenerys did she's like you know what I'm gonna listen to my true advisor Missandei Dracarys and Dracarys she did and she did And then, but then it got to a point where I was just like uh, now yeah. you, we've lost strategy right. Right. you're bugging at what point is what I want to right. know no it's, it's I want like, to I want her to cut it off at a certain point, you know? Like, let me get rid of half of a million, and then we just have this rest, and that's who I'll govern. Because she was just, like, really good. She was, like, zooming yeah. through, the, through the streets. It's like, zoom. I thought she was and I was end. like, wait. I was I, like, you're going the wrong direction. I was like, head to the Red Keep. And I was just like, you're yeah. literally, like, burning shit as, yes. like, mm, that looks ugly. Let me burn that shit down. I was hoping she was going to just, like, get part by the wall. Right. And then jump to the red keep and then take out the red keep and That's i felt like and i felt like she looked at the red keep as it was more cersei's than it was ever going to be hers so you know what jakar exactly. and then she just like took all that crap down and i also think it was interesting how much wildfire was popping up and i don't wonder i wonder 
One, if that's leftover wildfire from like the Mad King putting it around, was that wildfire that um, Cersei was planning mm-hmm. to use because it was around the area of the Red Keep. So was she planning to bomb the soldiers out if they came that close to the Red Keep? I wonder what that wildfire was for. Like, who I, knows? I wonder, but I'm still wondering when y'all decided. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like Jakaris. Like, I mean, I don't want to. I, like, I think even on Twitter, I seen that people are like, why are we making it seem like Daenerys is like crazy out of nowhere? And I'm like, I'm going to give it to her. Like, I, my biggest problem is never that Daenerys is like, it's going to be a nut. It's literally that she lacks strategy and it's kind of fucked her over all mm-hmm. this time. So, like, but she has every reason to be like, I'm fucking all this shit up. Like, I don't. I don't see why she wouldn't burn the city down. Like, I never saw that as, like, a form of, like, complete madness. I do think she has the potential to go insane because after a while, like I said, it was getting, like, she was, like, feeling herself a little too much because I'm like, sis, like, you're, you know your men are down there too. Like, yeah. this is your people too. Like, yes. you, now it's time to calm down. And she was, that's when I was just like, eh, she might that's why I was, I, have a little, she might have a couple of screws um, unscrewing <laughs> yeah. at this point. But yeah. That's why I was with you on, I thought, I literally thought she was going to zoom to the Red Keep and just, you know, keep it cute right there and then zoom to the Red Keep so that she would make sure her men were fine. But I also think that it was interesting seeing where Cersei was in those moments because she was all ready to be right there smiling down on um, Daenerys and her people the episode before when she had Masande right there in chains. But when it comes to the big moments, she keeps herself in the farthest place she can be. Like, whenever it came to Battle Blackwater, she was in the crypts. When it came to this, she was standing over in the Red Keep, just Mm -hmm. looking down at it all, watching it all happen, and still was delusional. Whenever Clyburn was like, we gotta go, like, you know, it's not safe here, they're coming, she was like, well, we still have the um, iron, we had the fleet, and he was like, nah, she (laughs) she been took them out. And she was like, oh, well, you know, the Iron Company will make sure I'm safe. He's like, nah, they are the um, Unsullied already breached them. So she was like, well, no, we just need like, one good and shot. she just kept going. Like, and like, when she said we just need one good shot, Quiberon was like, like honey, all this, they're all they're all gone. Like, they're destroyed. I was like, I was like, damn, because I, I didn't even realize they were all gone too. I was like, shit, like I was like, Cersei, it's time to. I don't know what you got to do. Run. Like, get out. And she was just like, the Red Keep has never been breached. And I was just like, hold on. Did you not forget that during the Battle of Blackwater, they almost got your ass? But if not for the fact that there is no more Lannister army to come and catch, to come and save you anymore. That's Those days are over. Yeah. So if it's, once this, whatever you got is left, the men that you said are going to fight to the end for you and then drop their swords, like, oh, I actually... And that's the funniest part to me. Whenever um, the Northmen had caught up with the Lannisters, as soon as they figured out that the game was over, they just dropped them swords. Mm-hmm. So Cersei, Cersei is so delusional. She doesn't even understand, like, the human condition of, like, when it's over, it's over. over. Like, yeah. you know, retreat, you know, like, you know, it's over. And she... If she had any inkling or had ever tried to, like, be in position and talk to these people and understand, like, strategy of, like, okay, if this happens, you know, contingency plans, how are we going to work this out? She was never there for that. She's always thinking, people are going to preserve me because it's always what's happened. People have always made sure that I was okay. And she still hasn't made with the self that you're the one in power. You have to be one who needs to make sure you're okay. And you have not done it well. You have mm-hmm. not worked it out where you are going to be the okay at the end of this. And, you know, I used to definitely be a big fan of Cersei. And I will agree with y'all that I will say that I don't feel like Daenerys is crazy. Even burning up all those people, I don't feel like she was crazy. I feel like it might have been a little extreme, but not really crazy per se. You know, because you are at war, these are your enemies, and you got to take them out. 
And that's why I was always a fan of Cersei because I always felt like Cersei was the only person or one of the few people in this show who was really about the life. You know, it was really about, okay, this is the Game of Thrones. I'm either going to win or I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. And that was always Cersei. And so, you know, I felt like towards the end, like most of these characters, they started doing wild shit. But, and I never, and even like when I rewatched it, Cersei lost me just because of her utter ruthlessness. But, yep, that's really it. Yeah. But I never really called her crazy, just like I wouldn't call Daenerys crazy. And, mm. and if anything, Daenerys is just Thanos, you know? World's population gone with the dragon fire, just like a snap. Thanos is painless. There's a difference. Yeah. Is it? I don't feel right, Mr. Stark. Yeah, that oh, was shit. one dude. Everybody else was ghosts. <laughs> Everybody else was like, oh, you know, ghosts. Like, Hawkeye's kids ain't say shit. They were just drunk, you know? Not like them Japanese dudes who was begging for their life. Yeah, see? There's the difference there. Just like all the people burning. No, Daenerys is not Thanos. No, don't, don't. don't. She is put, put some respect on my she man's name. You know, he's inevitable. So, uh, speaking of inevitable, inevitable, so is fucking Euron, because this man crawls back up on the beach. Somehow, him and Nobody Jamie. Nobody wants you. Yeah. You and Jamie just happen to be at the same place, same time. He gives him a speech about fighting a king. It was, it was I could have done without it. I could have, uh, I could have. Th- this is the hero of the story. And this is how we're going to have him go down. Do you want to talk about how you felt, you know? I felt hurt. I, I really did. Like, <laughs> I, did, I, I, I knew that Jamie was not going to survive this episode. You know, I knew in my heart of hearts that there was no way he was making out of this episode. But for him to get murked out by Euron of all, like, I got to live with that. That's like, a special kind of pain. Right and for there. Euron to lie on the ground talking a, pro, a, a propos of no, a pros of no one to say, I'm the man who killed Jamie Lannister. I feel like you can lie to yourself in this situation because Jamie walked out of there. You could say that Jamie is such a hero that he was able to walk out of there despite being stabbed several times and was able to save Cersei. Well, no. get Cersei. No, I mean, he did all that and then he got so, crushed by rocks. How I he, feel like you, Euron did not have anything to do with Oh, the oh no, no, that's not, that's not my point. It's just the fact that they decided to have Euron that was say this. Oh, yeah. okay. like, I'm just like, well, who is Euron talking I, to? Is this, like, is that, is, like, nigga, been, you've been in the Iron Islands all your life. You're like, insignificant. What, and, and not no fault that, what is killing Jamie being significant to you? It's insignificant. My funny, the funniest thing to me is how Jamie basically Black Panthered him. Like, like, he was like, I'm Euron. He's like, I don't okay. care. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it's like, what does that mean to you? Like, I killed Jamie Lannister. He's like, I heard you're the Kingslayer. You want to take me down? And Jamie's like, you're not a king. Like, that's yeah. legit. Like, <laughs> I don't know you. This is the way I just, who, in your ideal world, Jamie's going out this episode. How is he going out? Oof. <laughs> in the pink. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Why did I give you that? Why did I give you that? I, you know what? Okay. If, for, <laughs> I get my calls up in it. <laughs> <laughs> no more minute man in it. Oh. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> I mean, look, you know, there's only one true God in the world, and it's in between a woman's legs. Word to my mans. Um, who is that? The Black Pirate who said that? 
um what is this? uh Salador. Salador, yeah. yes. That was his famous best one of the greatest lines on the show in history. So Jamie gets stabbed up, he finishes off Euron, drags himself away to find Cersei. The hound finally gets we have Cleganebowl. You know, I just wanted to talk about mm-hmm. Arya actually entering Westeros or I in mean, King's Landing because the last time she was on King's Landing was mm-hmm. the beheading of her father. Yeah. And she because Cersei had put a hit out on her and Sansa, well, when Sansa after Sansa, um, you know, escaped, escaped mm-hmm. that she was never, she there was no way in hell that she could ever step foot into King's Landing without probably being like killed. And now she walks in like it's no nobody's recognizing, or even, even the people who recognize her, nobody gives a damn. Like she's literally walking in as if like because of like the commotion and stuff, she walks in like it's nothing, and. And it's that's I was like it's just like significant to me because like she it would it would kill her to walk to walk into King's Landing if it had been like maybe a year ago. Mm-hmm. Well, she was trying to before it all went down. Like whenever she was on those well, on the road with the soldiers, yeah, mm-hmm. and she Ed turned her ass around. And she was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go yeah. up north actually, because now I know that my brother's there." I also want to talk about um, like even like so one other thing like. Jamie wasn't even recognized. Like mm-hmm. he yeah. tried to put up his gold hand so that the Lannister, the Lannister give a shit. soldiers did not recognize Jamie Lannister. So when nobody recognized nobody, they were all too worried about what was about to come. It's also the same thing when when uh, Jamie went to Winterfell mm-hmm. and years before he would have been murdered. Yeah, walking he, up, and he just yes. walked right, right in and nobody it. gave a shit. Well, Bran gave a crap because well, he was sitting there. Bran was sitting yeah, there like, I've him. been waiting for you at the door. You know, I love. He had to thank him for giving him superpowers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. That's where I cannot. <laughs> I can understand the whole arc of Jamie being the tragic hero, but that shit, that is where I draw the line. No, <laughs> no. look, 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 facts is facts. No, that's Brand would have been line. worthless as Rick Hahn if no. Jamie hadn't come along. Yes, yes, mm. these Stark boys is trash until that Lannister put that Midas touch on them. I cannot. <laughs> I know, but, but um, the truth is the truth. I think another thing I wanted to talk about a little bit was um, how we see the Northmen interact with the people of King's Landing. Like, the, whenever, you know, like, every war, whatever, there's, they talk about there's pillaging, how mm-hmm. that's the, how people do whatever. But I also want to talk about how the Northmen legit have grudges against people mm-hmm. in King's Landing because the last time Northmen were there, every time Northmen go to King's Landing, they die. Yep. Like, um, Lord Rickard died with um, Brandon Stark, who is Ned's father and older brother. They died in King's Landing. Ned was captured and killed in King's Landing. So every the Northmen have a legit like chip on their shoulder ab- against being in King's Landing. So they have no reason. Like whenever John's yelling at them, like "Don't do it, stop," you know, retreat back up. They're not gonna listen to him one because they their blood's up or whatever, as they would say in battle, whatever, and they're like really raping and pillaging, and that's just what they're going through. But also, like they are probably pulling out on some actual like hate that they have against the people of King's Landing. I feel that, but also I just feel like, and that goes back and to the once, Lannisters in particular. Yeah, but that also goes to once again me thinking that John is an idiot. Because John is in the middle of this war. He's been in multiple wars at this point. He's seen the after effects of wars. He might have never seen a city being sacked. Right. Yeah, he definitely 
As Never. Was, he this was he was very surprised. But and, you gotta know what's gonna go down when the city's being sacked. Bro. Yeah, I don't because he's always whenever he's in. <sighs> that's one thing I noticed is that John, whenever he's in bat, whenever all the battles that he's ever been in, it's been strictly like men only in the visible mm-hmm. in the visible yeah. you know in the vicinity. And then not only that, but it's usually far away, and he has a reason to do it. Like he his life is literally in danger. This is the first time where he had the option of being like pull yeah. back, and, and it, that shit blew his mind when he was just like oh like this is how this shit really goes when you can do it like and the other, only other battle where there were women was hard home and like uh there was no time for that like he was retreating yeah. from those white walkers super quick yeah like, yeah this, this negro has heard stories that's what i'm saying it's like yeah. i've never been in an actual war and i know what goes down in a sacking of a city right. oh, yeah women and children are being murdered everyone's getting raped Everything's getting burned, and this was without dragons. It's just how it goes down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like the, his, his whole look of surprise and everything just makes me feel like his character's being written like an idiot again because it's yes. like, nigga, you knew this would happen. And you can't, like, for, I think you were saying earlier um, that he was a, he was more built to be a soldier than, like, uh, like, leader, but he's a good leader of soldiers, and then right here, it's just like, maybe he's not, you know? Like, maybe I he's think, not. No, he's out. never been a good leader. When? Of soldier, when? of, when? like, fighting. When? Of, like, in when? To... when? When he led his soldiers into the wrong battle at all, um, Battle <laughs> of the Bastards, when he, you know, uh, got all his men killed at uh, Winterfell. When? But at hard home, he was good. When? When all of them got killed and he had to retreat? But that was, okay, but he was going there. He had a purpose in mind. He did not know that the Night King was going to just come up out of nowhere. Why because not? He knew they was, but y'all He know. knew they were marching. He did not know they were in the same vicinity as where he was going. Well, that's your dumb ass thinking. But he needs a scout. Like, he needs, I, but I honestly, <laughs> I blame, Jesus, this is, I get This it. is being a leader of men. Yes. But I honestly blame part that they don't have them warging because yeah. they have the wargs and they have them. Niggas bur- done like, had scouts are, scout without wargs for years. I get You know, it. I never, you know. I get I, I ain't never known a warg in this world, and, and niggas knew what a scout was. But I like to see magic. And but then the scouts never magic. survived. Yeah. If, if, uh, the White Walkers, if we want to keep it the real. The warg, neither, neither did the ravens. Every time he sent them, it fucked That's them up. That's only because those were Bran's ravens. He was he had a special yeah, little mark on Bran. But I'm saying, like, the. Um, <laughs> he had the, a mark of a Stark. The. Um, the wildling who had uh, that eagle or falcon or whatever, warg or whatever, he was legit. And he could scout for, like, there should be more of those. They should have used those. That should have been utilized, and that should have been a thing at Hard Home. J- Brent, uh, I can't, all, all of them are trash, but John has never been a good leader of men. I stand by that. I don't even think he, that. Did he get murked by his own men? Okay, that's five uh, times. That's yeah. only because. I <laughs> uh, 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 can't lead. I mean, and even like, even though we're saying that John is being an idiot and this and like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. At the same time, I also think that what they're trying to do is show us that like he's realizing how like, okay, Daenerys really does not care. I mean, about killing these people. Like he, they, they want to make it clear that like this is he is scared shitless of who but Daenerys is. But his own is. men don't care about killing the people yeah. either. Yeah, if like Daenerys wasn't there, they'd still kill these people. They would. People. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Any city gets sat. It gets burned and people get raped. This is what happened to Rome. This is what happens. Like this is not something brand new. We all know this. But John is a student of history again. He was up there with Samwell, reading them same books, listening to Samwell day after day, talking about yo, "Give what I read today, Sam." 
in the Lord's house. In the Lord's house, you learn you learn all that stuff. If you're a ward, yes. like so did Theon, so did Rob. All so of did, them. They all learned that whole thing. They start off with the baby books with old Nan, and they end up moving towards the actual strategy because yeah. they're supposed to learn how to be good this leaders. Negro acting brand new. I wonder. I mean, that's true. But then in Ned Stark house, don't you think that he might have glossed over a lot of that stuff Mm-mm. about sack, about sacking? Ned was cutting niggas' order. heads off in front of his kids. <laughs> And no. when is he going to gloss over anything? No, no, no. no. <laughs> my point is, no, this is my point, right? Not to like, the boys. He wouldn't have glossed over No, no, no. no. I mean in the sense of like, you know, Ned was all about honor. Sacking is not honorable. He would so have talked about he it. He would have talked about it in the sense of like, you cannot, this is not something that you should Maybe ever, been like, this is what ever, happens, ever my nigga. do. This house is going to go down when you get in there. I feel like Ned would have been like, you know, you guys, like sacking <laughs> happens, but you don't do that because it's not honorable. Like you do not touch, you don't even walk, you don't want to sack the city. You do your best to do your fighting outside like i feel like he would have been talking about like the the alternatives not the actual like this is what happens in war Ned calls slaves unpaid workers yes that's who he is <laughs> but it's sad he's too. a revisionist yes absolutely it's, but it's sad too because if he did teach john like oh that's the way to not do it then like john did not retain any of that because he did not stop any of them from no. well he couldn't because it was but if ned taught him how to do it this is how you get your man to not do oh, it then why yeah. didn't he do it no because ned can't teach that tale because that doesn't happen and ned Ned's never been part of that. Ned's never been, like, for the sacking of King's Landing, he wasn't there for that. He came in after yeah, all, um, all the stuff had gone down. He, whenever he went to the, uh, he went to the Tower of Joy while everything else was going on, whatever Robert was doing. So he never really had to be part of it. He was, he saw, I know he saw parts, but maybe, he didn't, like. Maybe he should have been. Mm. I could definitely feel like Ned, shoulders. like, intentionally being like, I'm going to catch y'all later. Let, I'll just finish. Because he was so, like, anti all of that stuff. But he was also about, like, we got into this whole war because we worried about my sister you're worried about being king right now. You take care of that. I need to go find my sister. Right. Yeah. And then this one you went off. So while this is all going down, all hell's breaking loose. Cersei decides to finally make moves out of the Red Keep. The Kingsguard are worthless. This old, this final I mean, Kingsguard she got, yeah, they just felt the like, they felt no, like this clay the pigeons. This is the hound. You, you're not stopping this man. He had one. The mountain. No, but the, oh, the, oh, the but hound, the hound was going focused, east. taking It don't down. matter. It could have been Joffrey. They would have fell. Because they no. know, they were, like, she literally promoted people who were just worth. Like it could have been the around. best of the best, and they're not stopping this man after his lifetime of seeking revenge. That's all there is to it. Them dudes was worthless no matter who they were. So they get served. We finally have Clegane Bowl. <laughs> <sighs> I love the prophecy of, and I said this while we were watching the show, and I don't think you caught it, but like the prophecy of who's going to take down, who's going to be the death of Cersei. And um, and her the prophecy that like this is why she's always partially held mm-hmm. a grudge against Tyrion is that it was um, said that it was the Valonqar, the younger brother, that was going to make sure that she met her demise. And when Clegane um, arrives and t- is like ready to take down the mountain, and then the mountain's like, um, and Cersei's like, no, stay here with me. And he doesn't, and he goes to fight um, Sandor. I'm like, oh, is that the younger brother? Because like. In the end, Jamie doesn't kill Cersei. Wow. No one, none of the younger brothers does. But Sandor is a younger brother, and he mm-hmm. took away her safety, her safety and protection. Was he the younger brother? That was the prophecy instead of either Tyrion or mm. Jamie. I still. We had to pause for that reach right there. I mean, <laughs> I, had to, I had to take a second. 
and you know um breathe because wow i mean because this happened right after he saved kyburn <laughs> and i can i can okay you know what i can kind of because this because this scene happens right after or like you know right after kyburn he uses his body to save them from from <laughs> From the battlements falling down. From the battle, from the things falling wait, down. Wait, so, wait. so I mean, okay, she he is clearly the safe, like the reason that she is living thus far. <laughs> and then everything. And falls then down. Clegane comes through. I mean, then uh, Sandor comes through, and he t- he <laughs> got like he removes her protection. Removes the because pr- you know. Clegane is the mountain is like yeah I've been wanting to fuck my little brother up for a minute too so right. he changes direction kills Kyburn in the process trying to tell him like trying to tell him to you know stay with your queen and, Ky- and smashes his head on rocks so I I can see this because then the next thing we see is her being stuck down in the you know in the map room wow. or whatever I know it's a reach it's a, it, uh, and I know that I know that Ben you're basically basically thinking. They don't worry. The writers ain't caring about no freaking prophecy <laughs> yeah. at this point. They do not. They give two craps about what was projected in the series before, blah, 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 blah. But I was like, you know, maybe that's what it is. That's the poetic justice. Nobody ever thought it was going to be the younger brother of the mountain. If it was, was the like. book, that it would definitely it be like, like that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it would yeah, definitely yeah, be yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'd feel you. But what wasn't like the, the younger, beautiful queen involved too, I guess, because she flew in on her dragon? Mm-hmm. I mean, also Marjorie like was on the verge of making her lose her stuff. So, so it's a long ass prophecy, basically. It's basically, like the prophecy gonna take a while to unfold. But and also, when it but, is, bitch. <laughs> but also, but also, prophecies are you know they're always reaches. They're never just straightforward. It's always like you're reeling it in, you're reeling it in, and then it finally gets to that like, oh, oh man, that that's what you was, meant. That witch was petty as fuck, boy. Sure. She was like, yo, this shit gonna hit her. Yep. Way later on, and, and she's she, always gonna be worried. Which yeah. Fun. <laughs> and finally, finally, when it finally gets ahead. But that's why prophecy prophecies are considered like almost self-fulfilling because people yeah. like mm-hmm. you'll see it and you're just like oh like how do i avoid this and that's what cersei's whole life was trying to avoid mm-hmm. like that one prophecy all that one prophecy ended up and ended up fulfilling it because yeah. she's trying keeping to avoid that nigga it close yeah wow um so what did y'all think about clegane bowl in itself though i think that sandor needs to go to the thanos school of death aim for the head i mean i mean and then he dies at the end way too late he's not human that's the thing like we i think we knew that already but thanos isn't human either and that negro said aim for the head no i mean like this is like frankenstein like this is a real yeah but the hound knew this so like why not why not just go for the head in the first place That's what I. Yeah. That's legit where I was the whole time. Yeah, that's my first thing. Chop the head off. Like I know this dude has been dead already. As soon as his helmet comes off, chop that head off. Yeah, yeah. Especially after you see that motherfucker's face. Right. Oh, yeah. no, that's gotta go. Like that whole gotta go. Like all of that gotta go. I don't ever need to see this again. No. Yeah. So Just I'm chopping chop this off, off and throwing it in the fire. Yeah. He look like a dead baby. Oh. <laughs> he look like Darth Vader on steroids. Oh my god. When is that baby from Toy Story? The one that gets is all like effed oh. up looking. Oh, the first one, the like the wow. first one with like it's like a yeah. Yeah, they yeah. put out that thing. That's what he looks like. That's he to me. he did. Mm, that yeah, need to tweet that ASAP. <laughs> all right, so finally, the game bowl ends in a draw, I guess, because both of them take an L. Like you know, it's yeah. And I think they're trying to like. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, like I have the, the high ground, thing. Anakin. Like, uh, yeah. um, the only yeah. thing I can think of is that the writers were like, we're going to make 
Sandor go out the way he always feared by fire. fire. Oh shit! Uh. Sniff some cocaine, folks. <laughs> <laughs> the best writing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> Celebrating sniffing eighth. Um. So Jamie and Cersei are down in the bottoms. And not getting bottomed. Yeah. I, oh no. <laughs> um. I, I don't know. Like it was not a fitting into Cersei. I really no. wanted an arrow to her head. I really wanted yeah. her to just feel it because she's put all these people through all this. That's crap, why this I don't whole believe effing season. I mean, this whole she's show. Right next episode. Is I that, don't believe she's dead. Like I don't believe. Just, yo, they can't be that. Like they. If Euron can jump off a goddamn yo, exploding boat, I feel like they could. They did. I feel like they could survive. Because they, I think they did, but they I don't did. think they. The should writers be. like to do this where they'll like use the screen, where they'll like use like something like that to like sh- pretend, like make it seem like somebody has died and but stuff like where, that. But where, what, where are they getting protection? How are they being safe in that open space with nothing to keep them from everything from falling in on them? How could they possibly? Li- they're not Captain. Look, they're not Captain Jamie America fell with a river. And swam away into the next episode. That and, <laughs> and heavy armor and, yeah. and chain. And heavy armor and chain. And uh, but yeah, they're okay. At least in the Marvel movies, whenever um, <laughs> we not look, but that, you know, no, no, that's but whenever, whenever, whenever the camp explodes around Captain America and Black Widow, at least he has his shield. You yes. know what I mean? At least vibranium like has an explanation. Like what? Where's the vibranium in this situation? Like what in the world? The crypt is made of dragonstone. Of dragon, no, no, no. It's made out of regular stone. There's just dragon skulls in there. I just feel like maybe they, they hopped in a dragon skull. That's what I was thinking too. Maybe they hopped in the dragon skull in a cor- like in a little corner and hid there. But That's... we know, but we know dragon skulls are vulnerable to any kind of pressure because whenever um, Quibran was demonstrating the freaking scorpion, he put it through a dragon skull. So again, yeah, but maybe the, co- but I'm but like maybe there's like a, a like a niche that they yeah. like snuck in or something like that. I don't I, listen. Hole. I don't believe that. They, there's no way in hell that Cersei goes out with the couple of rocks that shit is wild <laughs> i feel like it's hilarious because it's like y'all dumb as a box of rocks dead but at the same time it's not a fitting end to cersei and i don't like it yeah and it damn shame a fitting into the hero of the story jamie lannister may he rest in peace if that is the end of him rest in power my brother i stood for you from the beginning it just doesn't make sense it, the, the, i don't believe they're dead like i can't so i'm gonna wait till next week to... and cersei did it to her uh, she's dead she did it to herself. Like, she brought it onto herself. She made it ha- All this thing that's going on right now, everyone who's dying, this is all Cersei's fault. And then we end the episode with what I was talking about at the beginning of this episode. Scenes versus story. There's actually an excellent YouTube video about this, about Batman versus Superman, and how they talk about how Zack Snyder likes to do these big, epic scenes, but doesn't really have a story in the middle of them to link it all together. Mm-hmm. And that was my problem with the ending of this episode. All well, a lot of Arya's whole arc through this episode, whatever you want to call it, was her magically dodging death at every moment, somehow just not getting killed when everyone else around her dies. In the episode, she's still alive when everyone else around her is dead. She stands up. There's a great, glorious shot of her beautiful cinematography. Sun rising behind her. She's, you know, haloed in the sun. Great shot. She turns around. There's a white fucking horse. Like, as if, you know, the symbolism can get any harder. Here's your virginal-looking horse. Everything, you know, it's got dirt on it, but it's white underneath, just like you, Arya. Come get on this horse and ride back to the white-ass north. 
where everything is good. Like where everything is white. Yeah, where white everything is, is right. white. White is right. And like, woo, after killing off the people of color. Oh, we didn't we didn't really even talk about Grey Worm and his whole like, you know, let me go buck crazy because my woman died and, you know, kill people who are potentially slaves just like me. But, you know, I got no sympathy for them. They were no them. slaves. Look, look, all them Lannister soldiers are are in the same boat as Grey Worm. You know, they might have mm-hmm. a dick, but beyond that, they're in the same boat as him. Was that necessary? I mean, you know, facts mm-hmm. is facts. And mm-hmm. then he stabbed him up, and, like, it's nothing. But that's my whole point for this episode. It's like, I didn't feel that was earned for Grey Worm. I didn't feel it was earned for, for Arya to get on her whiteness and ride out of this, you know... I don't think to I, have the, the also for them to do the nine one one coughing in the yeah um you know in the ashes of the victims. I think I didn't this think show. Arya's story made any I'm, like her whole arc in this episode made no sense to the me. Fuck, the the hound couldn't say this while they're on the road, right? Like you know, right. you couldn't tell me this two weeks ago. Well, you, I guess you, his whole and, thing was like, oh, like this shit is like falling apart. Like there's no point in you doing this because she's clearly already dead. I guess he was thinking like they. I don't think he thought they were gonna walk. Yeah, into but he that. could. He, but he could have been like, yo, I'm gonna go get my brother. Don't worry about it, Arya. I'm gonna finish her while I'm there. You know, like I, mean, I this, got this one for you, baby. The whole it ain't thing, no thing. The whole you know? thing was just like I'm trying to. I'm really trying to rationalize a lot of things. This whole thing just ain't made no type of sense. Like it didn't make. <laughs> it made no sense that like Arya was sh- like. I mean, you're right. It made no sense that Arya was. I'm the reason. The way I'm trying to rationalize it is that maybe Arya said, "Okay, thank you," and it was like, "I'm still gonna kill this bitch. Let me just take another route." Like yeah. that's what. That's the only that was thing. My thought. Yeah, like I can't imagine that she really was just like, "Okay, thanks, bye." We had fate, fate, Shireen. You know, running around in this episode because we had Fate Shireen before in Winterfell, and in this episode we had Fate fully healed. Fate Fate Shireen running yeah. around, and then her little ass still got cooked. I couldn't believe that one. I was but, like, "Yo, this little no, girl." The they funniest like thing girls. to me, I mean, and I didn't. It shouldn't be funny. <laughs> I shouldn't hilarious. have taken it funny. Oh, but I the cried. fact that the fact that her mom was like legit, like dying, yeah, just stumbling, and she was like. Arya. She was like, you know, Arya, but she's like, take her. Just take her. And then as soon as Arya tries to take the little girl, the girl's like, no! And then she like stomps her, hits her hand, and she runs away and goes to her mom, and then that's straight when Dragonfire comes through. And I was like, well, that's kind of hilarious. That's hilarious. I don't know what you mean. That shit was comedy. Like, it's they put stupid stuff in there to to make me laugh, because it's just like when Tyrion almost got hit by the mask. Like, come on now. Like, you know I'm going to laugh at this. Like, this little girl, Arya tried to save her, refuses, and gets cooked, but somehow the flames skip right past Arya. You know this is all, this is this whole reason for this is for, because Arya was the only Stark, when they were having their conversation before, that was like, you know, we didn't need Daenerys, she does have a truth, blah, 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 we didn't need her. Mm-hmm. This is all for them to set up Arya to be ready to kill Daenerys. This is all this really is. Need that. This is all this is. We really you, needed You that. know that's what that is. She had to see she the spent brutality for herself. Seven seasons she had hating to, everybody else. Yep. And you have to put her through the in fire. One episode. Through the brutality. She has to see it. She has to have the ash on her own hands, on her own body. She has to be part of the whole issue. These so she can be act, like I war can't, is brand new. I cannot do it. I swear everybody on the show act like they never seen them fight before. That's why I'm like, maybe because I'm like, Arya is an assassin. Why yeah. would any of this bother her? She bodied a room full of people with no problem. But then, she fed a man but, his son. But the brutality of the dragons and yeah. like, but I guess they're, it's, literally, it's literally, it's literally back. Jokes about it. Yeah, she killed a whole family line. I think it's literally back to like the innocents versus the innocent people versus non-innocent. Like I guess you could say for um, 
damn the phrase the phrase like it, they weren't innocent they were like it was the soldiers because she kept the the his wife from drinking well the women but the, some of the women were treacherous too they yeah, were part of that's, it I that's what i'm saying i'm saying like come on i, I don't know i'm trying and not, I, all I, them do, not all I, them I, dudes in that room had something to do with it they probably they weren't even all the red wedding yes. like you killed all them dudes all in that room them. for no reason i guess that's why they use a child like the like child children are supposed to represent I don't know this on the world of Game of Thrones. They clearly don't give two fucks about little girls, but like <laughs> I think that she only they the what they did was they had a mother figure yep. save her from being trampled mm-hmm. and stampeded to death. Mm-hmm. So then she builds a connection with this one person that we see early on in the episode, and then we see it carried out like okay, she's gonna have a connection to this woman, and then she's that one five minute relationship she has with this woman and her daughter now she's gonna be ready to fight Daenerys because oh no like I see what it looks like whenever people like bring dragon fire down and I just can't let anything and else happen this way I legit thought that that was like one of the <laughs> I was I did not trust that woman like I thought she was like a faceless man or something like I that I did too like wow. I thought that, I thought that <laughs> I mean, Jack and Hagar wouldn't be dumb enough to be in the middle of that. No, I mean, for a, sec- for, a split, for a split second, I thought like when it like it was you know like Jack and Hagar was like there to like get up to some business, yeah, in the city, and then it just didn't happen. Like when I first saw them zoom in on that character, I was like, ooh, maybe it's gonna be some like exactly foot, and it was nothing. Y'all give it too much credit. Um, no, yeah, my, yeah, my my issue was like you know like you said, I thought it was more about. It was showing like you know a little girl going through the same type of stuff that Arya went through. It was like Arya Volume Two, and it was like Arya like finally realizing, oh no, I don't want like. <sighs> All right, uh, yeah, that's enough on that. We got one more episode, one more, and it's over. We also had our trivia this week. Shout out to everybody who came through for the trivia. Thank you uh, to Trivia AD for putting that on Taco Electrico. That was a beautiful event. I really feel like the majority of the people there were Castle Black fans. Oh, it that's was, great. It was really awesome. It was really dope. Thank I'm so you. sad I couldn't join y'all. I had a work obligation, but next time. And you did put it all together, so thank you for putting that together, Portia. You know, thank it you. was a dope-ass event. I definitely, I love trivia, so. I fucking knew nothing. <laughs> you were Jon Snow? Yeah, I was so John. I mean, we didn't come in last, me and Tatiana's team. We didn't, we came in, I want to say around like fifth or sixth, so not too bad out of like, 10 I think groups mm-hmm. but yeah I was sitting there like they were asking shit I was like what and like didn't I just recap those yeah stories? didn't I and I just watched all these episodes and knew nothing but yes we have one more episode what are your predictions for it well the name of it is long maybe her reign or something like may she long, long may she reign long may she reign um who is she you know we think it's gonna be Daenerys no because Daenerys is the one short like leprechauns Oh. I'm just saying her reign, you know, reign I mean, top, short part of me feels like it's probably going to be an aside that someone's going to say is the killer because people are awful. They're going to be like, like stabby stab, cross the neck, and then long may she reign. You know, like something mean just to say that. Oh, that'd just be to hilarious. I mean, they're. But uh, I mean, at this rate, I feel like that'd be giving too much credit. Too much credit because we've got this, like, I'm. We're trying to rationalize the shit out. Well, I'm trying to rationalize the shit out of this episode. So I know that whatever happens. And then they said they're not going to be online when this goes down. So. Oh, they already know. They already know. So I'm a little worried. Mm. My favorite, Honestly, the best thing that's come out of Game of Thrones this past season is the memes that I see on the internet 
while it's happening and directly after it happens. Yes. And each episode happens. Like, it's not been the episodes themselves. It's been everyone's reactions to the episodes. This has been a cultural moment that I haven't seen in a long time, mm-hmm. if ever. And it's been amazing. And even being a part of Castle Black for this season has been one of my favorite parts of Game of Thrones because the reactions, talking to people, you know, everybody, the whole Dem Thrones community, like, it's just been hilarious. And I love it that I think it wouldn't have been this good if this season was, like, pure excellence. Because I won't say this season's terrible. I'll it just hasn't lived up to everyone's expectations. expectations. Yes. And I think that's the word. But the problem is... It could have, because yes. like it really geared itself up to for season seven, mm-hmm. but it just did not. I just remember before Endgame and before Game of Thrones started, I was like, yo, this is the most hype I've ever been for a movie and for a TV series, yep. and for them both be at the same time. Because I can remember before the final season of Lost how hype I was for that, but there was no movie at the same time like that. And then, you know, Game of Thrones, there was like, it's even with the social media being even crazier because Lost was just like, you know, Facebook and right. a little bit, yeah. you know, blogs and people talking there. But for Twitter just to be in fuego every Especially week, like, like this. Especially like black Twitter because black Twitter is always yes, popping. Always popping. And just for it to be in fuego. Literally for like almost like a, the year leading, leading up, up to it. Yes. Yeah. And then Endgame was dope as fuck in my opinion. And I loved everything. And then, you know, all, now that everybody's seen it, all the memes and reactions have been funny and they've been keeps it going but even with this out being as excellent it's the yeah like you said the reactions everything and i think in not being that excellent or not being you know pinnacle of what it could be has made it even better because comedy if you can suspend a lot of things like you can i i don't i was in i enjoyed this episode this season up until this episode really wow yeah this is the episode you made I'm it like, further than me i was just like Phew. like it's this this was rough <laughs> but like like i i've enjoyed like i know people were complaining about episode one and two and how like they said like it was, oh, no, like, that was yeah. you know and i, I love yeah they was like they, they could have like combined yeah. it or and i was fine with it i felt like i felt like we needed it mm-hmm. episode three was amazing and like you know incredible and then like episode four i also thought like okay we need a little bit of that backstory we still we also need I, until the end of episode four is when I was just like, we kind of need this, and then the Masonic got killed, and I was like, we didn't need that. <laughs> yep. And then now it's just like this. You're right. There's no like real like um, outside of that battle. There's no real connection with this episode. Like it's just a whole bunch of scenes, and then there's no like real storyline that I can even begin to figure. I mean, if anything, the the best thing about this season is that I don't even know where what type of prediction yeah. to make for every episode that comes mm-hmm. next. I don't know what's the thing. But is that no the idea. best thing or the like they literally haven't written it well enough where I feel like, oh, okay, yes, I love being surprised and have like prepared for the unexpected. But at the same time, give me a semblance of where the character arcs are, like who's where they're positioned, what they're like, how are we going to go into this? Where are people going to start from? You're giving me nothing. In the immortal words of Magic Johnson. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> the character arcs ended at, at episode three. That's when they they completed it with Theon. That was it. So that's unfortunate, though. But Theon was the last good character arc we had. Everybody else is just like, they're they're literally like pulling stories out their ass now. Like I don't know why they're doing it like this. All right. Well, to wrap it up, as always, make sure you follow us, the Castle Black Pod, on Twitter. 
Make sure you're following the For All Nerds on Twitter, on Instagram, everywhere. If you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you subscribe to the For All Nerds feed on iTunes, on Spotify, every platform where you find dope podcasts. We are there. Subscribe to For All Nerds. Get Castle Black Pod in your ear holes every week. Don't worry, even after the show is over, we have more special things coming up. A lot of big surprises, a lot of things coming for Castle Black. It does not stop. As always, it's your boy DJ Ben Amin, and tonight I've been joined by... Portia Rosenhurst, at a time Portia underscore Avi on Twitter. And Uchechi Chandra at Words by Uchechi on Instagram and Twitter. Word up, and that's about it. Anything else? Good luck next week. <laughs>